0: Welcome to Mormon Book Reviews, where an evangelical encounters the restoration. And folks, this is the continuing series that I'm doing with Brent Ashworth. Um, It's kind of of based on the term uh, show and tell uh, segments. And of course, there was a book that talks about much of his collection. Um, This book was uh, written by Tracy McFarland Fieldstead. Um, It apparently will be in paperback down the road, so keep an eye out for that. There's there's a very limited amount of hardcovers out there. So uh, Brent, welcome back to the program. Well, thank you very much. Good to be with you, Steve. Uh, Maybe I
1: can start out with a little of uh, Joseph's uh, heritage history. Uh, I've got a a book in our collection that belonged to uh, uh, St. George, George A. Smith, Uh and uh, it's a history of Topsfield uh, in Massachusetts. Uh, when My wife and I served a a mission there uh, many years ago or four or five years ago anyway. we uh, went to Topsfield. That was really interesting because there are a few uh, remnants of uh, Joseph Smith's uh, family who had been there. His uh, uh, grandfather, ACL Smith, uh, lived there, and uh, his father, Joseph Senior, was born there. Um, and uh, he had. Uh, uh, other relatives that were there. They don't have a whole lot that uh, is original that's there, although they do have monuments to uh, several of these where their homes once stood and so on. Uh, but this, this little book uh, came in the presence of, uh, of uh, one of the descendants, uh, George A. Smith. And uh, this is uh, Brigham Young's counselor, uh, the one that St. George, Utah was named after. And it's got his name in, uh, in gold on the, on the front cover. You can see that, mm-hmm. and it's a uh, it's a history of uh, of Topsfield. Um, it's uh, it's interesting because it's presented to President uh, George A. Smith by Doctor Humphrey Gould. Uh, the Gould family is also related to the Smiths, and uh, there are several things. Uh, Zacchaeus Gould's barn is still uh, there. Who was a great uncle uh, to uh, the Prophet Joseph Smith? I've got uh, Zacchius's uh, signature. I've got. Samuel Smith's signature, several of his um, uh, progenitors we have in our collection and signatures. Uh, but this little book's kind of a fun place to start. It has a, a, an engraving of John Endicott, the, uh, the uh, uh, pilgrim uh, who uh, first uh, led people to Topsville Field. And then it's got a, uh, here's the title page. Uh, okay, yeah. you can see that. Um, and it's an address on Topsfield that was delivered Um, In Massachusetts, uh, August 28th, 1850, the 200th anniversary of the incorporation of the town, it says, um, by Nehemiah Cleveland. It was published in New York in 1851. The fun thing about this book is is that uh, you've got uh, several of the Smiths that have uh, annotated it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Clearly, George A. Smith did, and his nephew, uh, President Joseph F. Smith. Uh, later the president of church and a counselor also to to uh, Brigham young uh, later uh, and uh, there's uh, there are notations throughout that are uh, that are kind of interesting um, there are corrections and things that have been been made where uh, they didn't uh, appear to have agreed with uh, with what was uh, what was written there uh, if I can find uh, one here who, who do you think made those corrections uh, they were made by uh, Presidents uh, George A. Smith and then Joseph F. Smith, okay. both, and uh, they're uh, they're kind of fun because um, here's uh, here they are here. Uh, it says uh, when Joseph Smith Senior, about 1816, removed from Tunbridge, uh, he did not go to Potsdam like the book says for the the address, but to Palmyra, Wayne County, New York, and subsequently to Manchester, Ontario County where he was, resided uh, when the plates of the Book of Mormon were found. In 1831, the family moved to Curlin, Gayuga County, Ohio. In 1838, they moved to uh, far west, Caldwell County, Missouri. In 1839, they located in Commerce, afterwards, Nauvoo, Hancock County, Illinois, where my grandfather, uh, Joseph Smith Sr., died September 14th, um, 1840, age 69. My father, Hiram Smith, the patriarch, and my uncle Joseph Smith, the prophet, were murdered at Carthage, Illinois, June 27, 1844. And he's uh, written this in the book, March 16, 1871, SL City, uh, UT, Utah Territory, uh, signed by uh, Joseph F. Smith. Oh, look at that. What I read you is just uh, written in the book by by President Joseph F. Smith. You can see his signature there. Yeah. Very and uh, <clears throat> he said, see note, <coughs> 17, page 26. Anyway, he goes in and makes other notations. Uh, Scott, after leaving Tunbridge, he lived in Royalton, Sharon, Norwich, Randolph, and perhaps other places in Vermont before leaving the state in 1816. And that's the note. Hold it up a little bit more. Yeah, that's the note I read you there. There we go, okay. And that's also in the, the hand of Joseph F. Smith. And then it says, during the year 1870, a uh, very interesting correspondence occurred between Dr. Humphrey Gould of uh, uh, Bow, Franklin County, Massachusetts, and myself. Um, Dr. Gould was born being a grandson of Elizabeth Smith daughter of Samuel Smith, the first, and Eliezer Gould, who was the son of Zacchaeus Gould. I've got Zacchaeus' signature on another document. And brother of Priscilla Gould, mother of Asiel Smith, the grandfather of the prophet, and wife of Samuel Smith, the squire of Topsfield, uh, who was the second Samuel. Dr. Gould is therefore double second cousin of Joseph Smith, who was the son of Asiel above, and father of the prophet Joseph Smith. That has been signed by Joseph, uh, George A. Smith. Okay, That's George A's signature. And then below, uh, Joseph F. continues to write, George A. Smith is the first son of John, who was the sixth son of Asiel, who was the second son of Samuel Smith Esquire and Priscilla Gould of Topsfield, Essex County, Mass. Uh, This entry is made in the handwriting of Joseph F. Smith the 17th day of March, 80, 1871, Salt Lake City, Utah. And then Joseph F. has once again signed it. Uh, it was kind of a fascinating correction to, uh, to the address that was kind of the official history of Topsville. I use that as an intro to this. This is one of the truly rare items in our collection. I don't know if you can see the signature of Joseph Smith Sr. Uh, but, uh, this is the the only authentic item of Joseph Smith senior that I've ever had in my collection and uh it's signed from uh it's written out uh Sharon Vermont uh March the 15th 1806 and what it is is it's a certificate to a teacher um this may certify that uh Sally so-and-so by her good attendance uh to her uh, study and so on rules and disposition of the school this winter, uh, has, at um, uh, any anyway, she's passed her, her courses. And, uh, and he, as the teacher, has, has signed it, Joseph Smith. Uh, so this is one of the rare survivors of Joseph Smith Sr. There's almost no autographs of the prophet's father. And this would have been uh, signed uh, in uh, Sharon on uh, March 15th. The prophet was born, as you know, December 23rd of 1805. So he's uh, what? Less than uh, four months old when this certificate is signed.
0: Well, that's Uh, remarkable.
1: This is a real rarity in uh, Mormon history, and I don't think very many people have ever seen it. It's been hanging on my wall for years and years. But uh, it's it's a great, wonderful piece because you would think Joseph Smith Sr., who was uh, the first patriarch to the church, uh, would uh, leave us more uh, more handwriting but there's very little I think I can count on one hand all of the known possible signatures of Joseph this seems to be pretty uh set in concrete as being him I mean it's right there right at the time he was a teacher and you may recall that he uh he brought Oliver Cowdery there later uh as uh, to help him with, uh, wow. with the school and that's how he got introduced the prophet's less than four months old. Uh, it's a remarkable document, and I just wanted to share it with your your viewers.
0: Wow, this is so cool! You know, and I just want to mention too. You know, I, I had Mark Staker on, uh, and we talked about uh, Tunbridge Farm. I did two interviews. The first one was about the book, and then the second one was when we revealed the pollen results, uh, what they were growing at the time, in uh, in Tunbridge Farm. So uh, check out those interviews. That's fascinating stuff. And you know the. Not a whole lot of people have access to be able to see these remarkable documents that you have in your collection. And I thank you so much for sharing these kinds of things. So I have, I just, okay, I have some questions to ask you. Uh, First of all, folks, interestingly enough, uh, yes, St. George is not named after the uh, medieval saint. Uh, Some people who are outside of the LDS tradition don't realize that. So George A. Smith, right, is who it's named after. And uh, so that's give you some background there. Well, George A. Smith, you know, was the uh, member
1: of the First Presidency assigned to Southern Utah. Yeah. And so uh, when they had like the Mountain Meadows Massacre, for instance, it was Mm -hmm. George A. that went uh, down there to investigate. In fact, he took my uh, great-grandfather, William Booth Ashworth, as scribe, and uh, they visited with John D. Lee in jail uh, down there. And uh, uh, he was in Cedar City. Uh, So George A. Smith was very important. He wrote the official Uh, response to Mountain Meadows to Brigham Young, and it uh, left the first uh, intimations that there were locals involved in the massacre, which raised a lot of issues.
0: Got it. So I guess let's just talk a little bit about the first book that you, the first item that we talked about, and that is, uh, first of all, um, you know, of course, I always have to ask you, how in the world you get your hands on that? So maybe you could just tell me the story about getting that up the book. Well, I found it, actually, I've, I
1: found it uh, uh, visiting with uh, descendants of, uh, of President Joseph F. Smith among their family pieces. I've gotten quite a few items of uh, President Joseph F. Smith. Uh, sometime we might want to show a few more. I've got uh, his, uh, I've actually got his suit coat down in my store. So if you come to my store, you can see, see that. That was a recent, recent pickup through oh. a friend. But, uh, but also have uh, a number of his letters when he was uh, um, uh, in hiding on polygamy and some other things that are really quite, uh, uh, quite revealing and very interesting letters. And so it came down through the family, uh, the family is quite a large family, you know, Joseph F. had five plural, five wives, and, uh, um, and was a polygamist. And so there, uh, there are a number of descendants. And uh, uh, tracking some of these down over the six decades or so that I've been collecting, I've picked up quite a few things of his, and uh, these were. This is uh, one of the earliest, uh, which is which is fun. Uh, I had uh, A.C.L. Smith's book, uh, which is very rare, uh, but I traded it to uh, to Hoffman, so I lost it. Uh, oh. but uh, I think the church has a copy. But it's a, it's a rare book, uh, and uh, the uh, as far as the uh, Joseph Smith senior document. This is one I've known about for probably 50, 60 years and I was able to acquire it eventually. A friend by the name of uh, Walter H. Smith uh, who was a former bishop down in Arizona was a big collector and he was one of my mentors and eventually I was able to acquire this uh, as he sold it. I didn't get it from him but I uh, uh she shall i say i I lusted after it for a long time (laughs) i got it from a dealer afterwards but uh, i've had it for many years and it's been sitting on my office wall here for years and i thought oh this would be interesting
0: yeah (laughs) that's why i wanted to share it with you well that is just absolutely awesome and i'm so glad like i said you know we can share this the audience you know i i was uh a few weeks ago, I visited the Church of Jesus Christ, uh, The some would refer to as the Bickerton organization. And they had a Saturday night preaching service where they had about 20 different evangelists fly in from across the country. And about a half dozen of them gave sermons. Well, the first one that got up and spoke afterwards came down and, and just told me, oh, I'm a big fan. I love your show. And I, oh, that Brent Ashworth, he just looks so forward to these segments. So I just want to give you some feedback that... He, a lot of people are watching and getting uh, information and knowledge and and, and and hearing things and seeing things that they've never heard before and, and so that's what makes you a real asset to you know uh, that's why i wanted to film these segments because i think you know you got this awesome collection and we need to have you talk about these items and describe them um thank you Stephen. i appreciate the opportunity it's wonderful yeah um so you know, I, I just want to ask, you know, isn't it amazing how Mark Hoffman always seems to make his way to, into our conversations? Well, unfortunately. Actually, unfortunately. Yeah. And, okay. but, uh, you know, you, you mentioned like, of course, when you are collecting, are you primarily trading items? when you're like acquiring things is it how does this work with the process of collecting how much like are you writing like okay I'm going to give you these three documents for that and I'll write you a check for that amount I mean how does how does the bartering go well it it, it goes
1: like that sometimes I mean it's sometimes it's a you you run into a collector that's maybe got uh, something that uh, you would like and he has a need for some things that you have and so sometimes you can do some trading Mostly, it's been uh, a lot of uh, money and <laughs> and uh, time and effort to track them down. Uh, generally, family members that end up with things uh, just want to find a nice home for them, and so uh, you can uh, you know you can usually get them uh, by by purchase. That's how I got, for instance, Lorenzo Snow's prison diary, uh, which uh, we could talk about in the future. Yeah, like, or uh, the uh, uh, McClellan uh, McClellans. Uh, lost manuscript uh, came through that, but they primarily wanted, uh, wanted money. So I took, took out loans sometimes to, uh, to buy these things. In fact, I remember when I took the John Taylor Journal, it's the only one the church has, uh, to the church the first time I met with uh, President Gordon B. Hinckley and he said, Brandon, you have to mortgage your life for this thing. <laughs> <laughs> and i says well no present i'll be making payments on it for a few years and eventually that was uh, donated to the church uh, so they have it now it's the only one of his journals they have so uh, you know i think i think collectors provide a, a, a service to uh, the institutions they serve and also to uh, to, to fellow collectors by uh, uh, helping them fill in holes you know i get requests from other collectors for things they're looking for. And I try to try to uh, meet those
0: needs when I can, especially when they're a little out of my area. Well, just a quick question, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I, I read the Salamander book, you know, regarding the Hoffman thing. And one of the things that really struck me was your friendship and relationship with Gordon B. Hinckley. Why don't you just talk about him as a person? What, what kind of man was he like? Oh, he was delightful.
1: Uh, he was like a second father to me. We got really close and when he, particularly when he was uh, uh, the counselor over the uh, historical area of the church. Uh, of all the church leaders that I've worked with, and I've worked with a number of the 12, a number of uh, church presidents over the years on different things, he was by far the most interested in history and in preserving our history. And of course, uh, uh, the uh, Arts and Sites Committee of the church on the 200th anniversary of Joseph Smith presented them with their first him with their first award uh, which uh, I was uh, uh, fortunate being able to go up to that uh, that presentation, and that was a lot of fun because uh, they had uh, uh, basically uh, uh, all the church history sites that he preserved and or increased from Palmyra to Curland to, uh, a, you know, to uh, Council Bluffs to all the way across the plains and, and around the world. Um, I don't know if we'll ever see anyone in church leadership that has that kind of Uh, you know, uh, interest in preserving uh, history like President Hinckley did. And he was just very down to earth. Uh, He loved talking. I remember, for instance, on the Taylor Journal when I went in with Homer Durham who had been, uh, he was church historian at the time and had been uh, Gordon B Hinckley's uh, roommate at the University of Utah. They wrote a hymn together, which was sung at President Hinckley's funeral that I attended. and. uh, it, was just, uh, it was just a fun meeting. We sat there with uh, John Taylor's journal, and President Hinckley says, I don't know how John Taylor had time to write a journal. He says, I don't have time to keep it. If it weren't for Mary, my secretary, I wouldn't have anything. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and that's the way he spoke. He was just very down to earth. I mean, he loved history, but he was so busy. He uh, had to have people help him. Uh, the journal was interesting, too, because it, had, uh, it was written from uh, 44 to 45, during the, the end of the novel period when John Taylor's recuperating. And so, uh, you know, uh, most of the handwriting is not his. There's uh, it was dictated, okay. uh, he's recovering. And uh, uh, for quite a while there, uh, we didn't know who the handwriting was of the journal. And then Dean Jesse, uh, great friend and, and uh, authenticator of handwriting uh, um, answered that question. He said, well, um, in fact, this is a funny story. I was with, um, uh, <laughs> Joe Cannon, who used to be the, the editor of the Deseret News. And, uh, he was, uh, down here was over Geneva steel and so on and years ago. I was doing a, an article on the, uh, lost, uh, McClellan journal we found, uh, about 12 years ago. And, um, he said, uh, Brent, uh, we're old friends and he, his father was a collector too. And, uh, he has been a book collector and Joe asked me, he says, uh, He says that John Taylor Journal, he said, uh, I'm surprised that my, uh, uh, you know, my ancestor George Q. Cannon is not even mentioned, because he was the nephew of John Taylor come to reside with him and so on. I was an equestrian from England, and he's not even mentioned in his journal. And I thought for half a second and broke out laughing. And I said, well, maybe that's because he wrote it, (laughs) uh, you know. And then uh, Joe got a big laugh. But uh, uh, yeah, he used George Q. Cannon, who was later his counselor, but just a young uh, young man, nephew, at the time in Nauvoo to write his journal out for him. And then there was one sentence where John Taylor quits. And uh, he writes his own uh, dictating, and he writes half a sentence in his own handwriting. and then, uh, uh, and then somebody comes back and writes in half the, half the size handwriting. I thought it was a different handwriting, but Dean says, no, it's just George Q coming back writing in half the you know half the size that he started with for the first 133 pages of the journal, uh, which was uh, quite comical. but at any rate, as I passed this to President Hinckley at this meeting, uh, there were five documents that were loose that were just inside the document. One of them was uh, in Parley P. Pratt's handwriting, and it was uh, a proposed agreement to leave Nauvoo, okay? (laughs) Unsigned, but it was one of the proposals as the mob was moving in on them in 45 and so on. And uh, President Hinckley asked if uh, he could have that on behalf of the church, and I gave it to him. Uh, And there were a couple others. Uh, He had me read. One was an Orson Hyde letter, been stuck in there, uh, and the DE had been off, so it was Orson High, but the rest of the letter was there, and it was written to the Saints after Brigham had gone on uh, the planes uh, trying to recruit for the battalion, and Hyde uh, says, ignore what President Young tells you, and, uh, and sign up with the with me with the battalion this way, you know, while President Young's away. And I remember President Hinckley said, isn't that just like Orson to write Something like that, like he knew him personally. You know? <laughs> and I, I think he did. I mean, it was just amazing. He seemed to know these historical figures. Uh, I've never met a church leader that seemed to uh, seem to know them so intimately as President Hinckley did. Uh, so I don't know if that answers your question, but oh, uh, I just
0: It more than answers my question, and thank you for painting a picture. of. He was a marvelous individual. really miss. Yeah, I can imagine. You know, I I just have a one last quick question. Are there any distant relatives of the Smiths that still reside in Topsfield, Massachusetts, or thereabouts?
1: You know, I would assume there's some, but I don't know for sure. That's a good question, because there were several branches there, uh, like the Gould family, for instance. There may still be some of those there. I don't know if there were any tell Smiths that are still there or not, but they were a pretty good sized family. Uh, a lot of them moved on, you know, after that uh, to uh, get larger farms and move further west and get uh, free property or property they could move, you know, and develop. So I, I don't know how to answer that, but I think there were generations there and I wouldn't doubt that there'd be a few that might still be in the area. Well,
0: thank you once again, Brent, for coming onto the program. Sure, you bet, anytime. And I just remind my audience to uh, don't forget to like and subscribe and hit the notification button when a new episode will be coming out. Also, we are on uh, the major podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify. So you can listen to the audio of, of these as well. Um, if you need to reach me, it's at mormonbookreviews at gmail.com. Uh, and don't forget, we do have a Patreon page for those of you who would like to donate and support this channel. We have donors uh, levels of 5 10 and $15 a month. And I want to thank my Patreons who are uh, doing this. Uh Brent uh we'll see you next time. Okay, thanks Dave. And we'll see y'all later.